welcome to Getting Real Estate in, La in Vegas. I am Bridget Magnus and this is the Vegas Video Network. Now, in addition to all of you nice folks who are watching on the Vegas Video Network, I would like to thank those of you who have tuned in via iTunes, those of you who might actually be watching me on YouTube, and those of us who are listening on KSHP AM 1400 on Friday evenings between 6 and 10 p.m. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now, if you've got a question, a problem, a suggestion, go ahead and email that in to gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. Or, if you're a more verbal sort of person, you can go ahead and call our toll-free listener hotline. That's 866-966-4599. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started today with the Friday Figures. All right, so glad to have the Friday figures to give you today. Um, these figures are from the GLVAR MLS system as of this morning. We had 14,315 available units. The median price on an available house was 135,000 and the median price on an available condo or townhome was only 61,000. Now of that total, there were um, 3,357 foreclosed properties with a median price of 100,000. Um, 6,297 short sale homes at a median price of 110, and believe it or not, yes, 4,657 non-distressed properties with a median price of 180,000. Uh, in the last 30 days, we have closed 4,139 homes. Now, um, this is something I'm bringing up because I didn't have the figures to share with you last week. In the last week of June, we had over 1,400 closes. That is twice the normal number. It is three times what we had this week. It was an extraordinary number, and I thought it was worth bringing to you. Median sales price on a home that sold was 110000 and median list on those homes was 111000 Not a big gap. This is not a time for lowball offers. We do also have 13,423 contingent homes that are under contract and waiting to close, 4,208 rentals at a median price of 1,100 a month, and um, 2,268 new leases at a median price of 1,125 per month. Now, as far as news goes, of course you knew I have news, right? Uh, mortgage rates are up this week, but do not panic. They are up to 4.5% on average. Um, the HUD secretary uh, gave us some interesting insights today. He says that it is the time to buy and that prices will go up. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I'm a contrarian and that kind of talk scares the snot out of me. But there we go. Um, my last bit of news for today is that seven out of 10 renters still say that owning a home is a top priority. So who knows, maybe the HUD secretary is right, but I'm still going to be chewing my fingernails for just a little while. Now, I did make a promise that I would try to get out towards Henderson and tour home down there. This one is not quite in the Henderson city limits, but it is close to Henderson. It is median priced at about 135 and let's see, tell you a little bit about it. It's a 1,600 square foot, three bedroom, two and a half bath home built in 1999 with, I might add, low HOA fees. And isn't it cute? We're going to go inside here in just a moment. All right, we're going to start with the front door. 
Look at those high ceilings, I just love it. And I'd just like to point out that the wood in the ceiling in the dining room is something I've never seen in a Vegas home before, so don't expect to see that real darn often. We're gonna head towards the back, take a look at those glorious windows, and out into the fully landscaped backyard, desert-friendly landscape. Now we're heading off to the kitchen, which you'll notice has all of the appliances. We've got a covered patio as well and a little digital artifact, which I'm sorry about. Can't be helped. Plenty of cabinetry. Whoops, we are missing a refrigerator. I'm sorry. We don't have quite all of the appliances. Now we're going to head off and show you the pantry, which is certainly a nice thing to have. Also, we've got a laundry room, and there's that half bath. I would like to point out that this home has new paint and new carpet and um, is actually um, not bank-owned or short sale. It's a recent acquisition by an investor who did the fixing up for you, so you don't have to worry about it. We're going to go ahead, though, and head on upstairs now. Yeah, I didn't want to trip, so sorry, I didn't go as fast as uh, some people might like me to go. Which bedroom should we explore first? Oh, I don't know. Let's take a look down the stairs first. And here we go. One pretty standard bedroom with vaulted ceilings and ceiling fan and a terrific view of the back. And if you peek a little bit, there's a little hint of mountains somewhere. And now we are going to go take a look at the master bathroom, which has pretty much all the standard features. You've got the big tub, you've got two sinks, you've got a huge, huge walk-in closet. And we're going to go on across the causeway. Cute little place to put some linens and whatnot. And we've got um, a bath up here and two more bedrooms. Pretty standard little bedrooms with nice little closets, very serviceable um, ceiling fans, everything that you got to have. And we'll take a look out the window. That's great. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move ahead, though, and see if we can get into that other bedroom. There we go. I am so sorry for some of the technical problems that are here, but sometimes technical problems do happen. And back to the closet. Why I end with closets, I don't know. <laughs> but um, that, that is a great home, and I think it is already in contingent status since I saw it last week. Cute little place. And um, we have a question. Great. Yeah, it's actually it's not a question about the uh, house, but this, okay. was, this actually came up while you were doing the Friday figures. Uh, Nate wants to know, is there a reason why closings usually take 30 days? Why not 10 days? In other words, why so long? Well, let's see. Um, 10 days is kind of a bare minimum because after you get an accepted contract, the first thing you want to do is get a property inspection. And those obviously aren't instant. That might take a couple of days to schedule. Also, if the property has an HOA, and most do around here, um, you've got five days to inspect the HOA documents, um, and, and you've got the right to walk away if you find there's something there that you, you just can't tolerate. And those documents take time to get to you as well. So, so 10 days is actually a very bare minimum. The other reason, though, why it normally takes so long is the mortgage half of things. There's a whole lot of things that have to be done on that side, and including... Um, um, estimates of how much it's going to cost you, signatures on documents, 
title insurance needs to be drawn up, um, the appraisal needs to be done. There's a whole lot of things in the underwriting process that make things take a lot longer. And I'll be real honest, a 30-day close with a mortgage, I'm usually on pins and needles waiting for, for something to go wrong in that last week because there is so much that can go wrong. I much prefer, if I can, to write for a 45-day close. And so that's kind of where we stand there. So then, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to have real advice about working with an out-of-town realtor. See you in a minute. No pressure. Hi, I'm... <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis Silvers from... Can't think of the name of my damn show. Golf and other four-letter words, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network, I think. All right, as promised, I'm going to be talking to you about working with an out-of-town realtor. Let's face it, there are many reasons why you might have to deal with a realtor while you're out of town. The A number one reason being you just got news about your job transfer. Other reasons include, you know, you're trying to buy a vacation home, you're buying investment property in a city that's, you know, got more rental prospects than your own hometown. The bottom line is that um, you can't just walk into the local office and say, give me a realtor. Now, first let me tell you how not to do it. The way not to do it is to show up, call realtors until you find one who can show you houses that day. Please, please do not do this. Any good realtor is going to be busy. She's got other clients that she's showing homes, or she's got listing appointments she's going on. Heck, she might just be going to her kid's soccer game, but the point is she went to bed last night with a plan about the things that had to be done today, and unfortunately, those plans have to come before you. Now also, any experienced realtor knows that the odds of someone blowing into town, being able to buy a property and doing it on one trip are very, very small. Why is that? Because serious buyers think ahead. They've got a reason to purchase, and they don't have time to play games. So let's talk about the right way to do this. First step is go ahead and find a realtor in your new town. You can get a referral from friends who used to live there or from the realtor that helped you buy your current home. Uh, you can do some research. There are plenty of resources to find out lots and lots about all of us, you, looking on sites like Trulia and Active Rain. Or, I, honestly, I love this one, call a big office in town and ask to talk to the person who's on floor duty, because that person is looking forward to hearing from you. That's a person who is hungry for your business. So let that realtor know your specifications, what you want. And if you found some listings that you do like, say, pokingaroundrealtor.com, go ahead and let your realtor know about those to give her a very good idea of exactly what you want. You'll be saving both of you a lot of trouble. Um, the next thing you're going to want to do, and this realtor will insist upon it, is you need to talk to a mortgage person about a pre-qualification letter or if you've got cash that you're going to be purchasing the home with, you're going to be getting something called proof of funds. 
That's just as simple as being able to say, yes, I've got this money in the bank. I can afford to write a check to buy this house. Next thing, let that realtor know at least a week beforehand when you're going to be in town so she can clear her schedule and make sure that she has the time to do the job right for you. Be aware that she does have other clients, so you know don't be insulted if she has to take some phone calls or deal with some other business while you're dealing with her as well. And the last point I'm going to make is that this process is a lot easier now when we have things like faxes and email and scanners and cheap long distance. Boy howdy, it used to be a real ordeal to try and buy a house remotely, and those days, thank heaven, are gone. So then, I would like to thank you all for tuning in today. Again, thanks to those watching on the Vegas Video Network, thanks to those who are watching through iTunes or YouTube, and thanks to those of you listening on the radio today. Don't be shy. Send those questions into gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. Go ahead and call our toll-free listener hotline at 866-966-4599. If you have a personal real estate issue, go ahead and look me up at BridgetMagnus.com where you'll find all of my contact information. And in the meantime, have a terrific day. See you next time.